Hey gang, before I get started ranting about whatever it is I'm about to rant about, uh, teaser, it's uh, Twitter and my teeth. Uh, but before I get going, I wanted to let some of y'all know about a feature that I don't know if I've explained properly on here. Uh, I know a lot of you listen to these rants probably on your Substack app, but I didn't know if you know that you can also get it in your podcast feed, like your Apple podcast feed or Google Play, however you do that. Uh, I'm sure some of you are like, yeah, duh, we do that all the time. But for those of you that don't know, you can, uh, when you go to my rants or whatever, under your subscription page, there's a, uh, a way for you to get this as a private RSS feed that you can then slap in your podcast feed so that if you don't want to always be getting dings on the Substack, you can turn those notifications off. And then you can just go check on the, uh, you know, part-time funny man uh, podcast feed occasionally, and, and there they will be. It's pretty cool. Uh, I've got it set up on my phone, which helps me know that my thing's actually posted. So, pretty cool feature. I dig it. It's like our, it's a, it's a little private feed. I, I'm rambling. I, uh, I thought, I was like, I'm going to sound really smart explaining this, but I probably just sounded way more confusing. But anyways, that's a cool thing. So you can just listen to me rant right there on your podcast machine. You don't have to be on the Substack app. Whatever. Hey, everybody. Hope you're doing great. Midweek check-in. <laughs> I had a couple funny funny things happen to me in the past couple days, and I had a, a sort of a revelation that I wanted to talk about. First thing, and I'm going to get into this in way more granular detail on, uh, on Friday. I'm going to tell you all about my trip to the dentist and I know you're thinking a trip to the dentist that sounds boring it mine was not uh, not the way I'm going to tell it at least but this one thing that really really cracked me up and this is going to lead into what I wanted to talk about today which is Twitter was that apparently while I was under the influence of the uh, nitrous oxide or whatever the gas is that they give you when you go to the dentist which I requested uh I was on Twitter tweeting, I put a picture up of myself with the gas mask on, you know, or whatever, and I was like, yo, Twitter, I'm on drugs at the dentist for the first time in like 20 years, buy my book, you know, guerrilla marketing, just being stupid, having fun, and then I went back under the gas, didn't think anything of it, right, and I get up this morning, and I had several notifications, one of which was a comment on that post from somebody who said, who said, oh, are you finally getting that shitty front tooth fixed? <laughs> Which is so great, so funny, because, I, of course, everyone that knows me knows I have a shitty front tooth. But I had always, like, tried to smile sideways because I was super, you know, uh, I was super, what's the insecure about it. I was super insecure about it. I mean, it makes me look like an idiot. It's a terrible tooth. And I had just like, because I'm such an eternal optimist in so many things, I had convinced myself. I was like, oh, you've done a great job. Nobody even really notices. You know, you smile sideways. <laughs> and to have somebody be like, oh, you're at the dentist. I know exactly what this is about. <laughs> it was super funny and a nice, uh, a nice reality check to me. But hey, guess what, guys? My smile looks pretty now. I mean, my teeth still don't hit. Um, but that one glaring, horrible tooth has been fixed. So thank you so much for your concern. Um, but that's what I wanted to talk about, though. Was on, I, that was like the first time I had really fucked around on Twitter for more than two seconds in a while. Like for more than just to post something and leave. And 
because here's the reality of Twitter right now. Y'all know it's a uh, it's a hellscape out there. Elon's done some wild stuff. Some of the features I totally dig. Uh, for, for instance, I don't know if you know this, but you can speed up and slow down videos that you watch. And it makes, like if you're watching a compilation of like people getting kicked in the nuts or falling down, uh, it hits so hard to have it at two times the speed and just like have the Benny Hill song going off in your head. It makes it way more enjoyable. And conversely, if you're watching a video of someone that you hate and you slow it down to half speed, they sound like a fuck the, the idiot that you believe them to be. Uh, ben Shapiro, of course, when you speed him down to half speed, it just sounds like a normal human being talking. But regardless, Twitter has sucked and I didn't renew my... I had Twitter Blue. A lot of people don't know this, that like the, the, the benefits of a Twitter Blue pres- uh, prescription subscription was never so that you could get a check maybe that was to some people which that's insane to me like I had a check because I was a person that people tried to make fake accounts of like I got I guess I got my I got my check the old school way you know I never understood people wanting to pay just to have a check it was like if people know that you paid just to have it it kind of defeats the purpose of like if you're someone who finds that to be like oh I'm a person of note because I have a check well that's all null and void when it's just like anyone can get one but the point is I never gave a fuck about the goddamn check I signed up for Twitter Blue because you could post longer videos there was better edit features like there's a whole lot of great features that if you're a professional social media user like a video creator person a comedian or whatever it was worth it to have and I continued paying for it long after Elon made all that switch and I had people that were like in my comments talking about I'm going to block you if you don't anybody that has a check mark check mark gets automatically blocked I can't believe you pay for a check mark and I wanted to scream I wanted to tell them all that I just told y'all like guys I don't give a fuck about a check mark I'm paying for it because I post videos for a living and I, this makes it easier for me to do that right so I was sitting there and I've been reading all about the algorithms and like dude my numbers on Twitter have gone so far down. Now, a lot of it, and I'm not bitching, by the way. It just is what it is. A lot of it is because so many of my followers decided to leave Twitter. So, that, like, I lost, like, I think I lost, like, 10,000 followers in, like, one day when Elon did something shitty. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, they don't, maybe they'll still follow me on Instagram. I don't fucking know. It don't matter. But I, I noticed my engagement was way down. And then I've had, like, so many people in the past several months just like reach out and message me who have been like hey buddy uh i wish you'd post more videos and i was like dude i've been have you checked out my profile and so they'd scroll through my profile and they're like holy shit i haven't seen any of these you used to pop up in my algorithm all the time i haven't seen your shit in three months i thought you were dead or something and like this has happened multiple times so i know what's happening and it is that because i don't i assume because i don't pay for twitter i don't get um I don't get in people's algorithms as much. Like he's rewarding people who pay and putting them in people's algorithms. So then now there's like the the business side of me who is like, well, dude, you you, you should do it. However, there's the um, there's the mentally healthy part of me who is like super enjoyed not really having to give a fuck about Twitter because I'm like, eh, cards are stacked against me. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna leave. If it don't hit, who gives a fuck? Do you know what I'm saying? Because, and we've talked about this on this Substack a lot, all of social media is hell, don't get me wrong, but Twitter slowly, like, I mean, I think Facebook still takes the cake for, like, being the worst, 
But my relationship with Facebook has always been post and leave. I don't even have the app on my phone. I can't even see none of that shit. I sign up under the Meta Business Suite. I post my shit. I don't ever, every now and then, my manager will message me and go, hey, there's been a lot of sweet comments on this. Maybe you should jump over there and, and reply to people. And I will do it. And it's a bummer because, like, I, I love engaging with people. Like, that's one of my, like, I genuinely do love doing that. Um, it's not just, I mean, it is part of the job for sure, but, like, it's a part of the job that I'm like, hey, I excel at this. I like talking to people. That's one of the reasons I like this Substack because it's, like, direct, me to y'all. We can have conversations. We can start stuff in the threads. Like, I genuinely dig that. It's just that, like, on Facebook, I'd be trying to have a nice conversation with somebody, and then some fucking lunatic would jump in and be like, you got the fucking vaccine that came from China. I bet you was over there when they invented it, you cuck. And I'm just like, I ain't got time for this shit. But it used to be that that was just Facebook, and Twitter was kind of fine. And now Twitter's, like, almost the worst. And every day, I would spend so much time on Twitter trying to reply to, like, well-meaning, good-hearted fans about stuff, but constantly being bombarded with all this negative shit and I'd be like just ignore it Corey and then I'd have one fucking beer and then here I go and the next thing I know not only am I in a horrible mood but I have just wasted three hours of time that could have been used making some funny videos or working on something and it's just fucking gone because of what because I felt the need to give voice to someone who's a complete fucking asshole or is a troll, or a bot, or whatever the fuck, and I gotta tell you, um, it's so nice to not do that anymore, and I really do believe <laughs> that I, I've, I've taken a hit, like, like, Twitter was a big way for me to promote, it's not like you get paid to be on Twitter, but it was a great promo tool for me, and I was pretty big on there, and I, I've taken a hit a little bit, and some days I go back and forth of like, man, you better... You better do everything you can to salvage all that. And then I go, you know what, man? Are you happy? Then fuck it. Who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, that's how I feel. I don't know how y'all... I probably have a different experience with Twitter than y'all do because, you know, I assume that most of y'all listening to this, you just use Twitter as normal human beings use Twitter just to see stuff or whatever. You're... Your uh, experience on Twitter isn't that of someone who uses it as part of their job. So I'm certain it's always been easier for y'all to just fuck off. But I'm curious to know if any of y'all feel the same way as I do, but like you kind of feel like ever since you sort of let Twitter go, if your life ain't gotten just a little bit better, because mine certainly has. And I thought it was going to fuck me over and like knowing what's going on. But, like, I definitely still know what's going on. I just don't hear all the insane hair-trigger responses to it. So, like, I don't have to get as upset all the time or see the complete, you know, (laughs) de-evolution of our species, it seems like sometimes. I can just, like, read the regular news. And then I'll just assume, I bet you on Twitter they're saying this, 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 and this. Like... Like, dude, I'm so glad I'm not on Twitter right now after fucking Deshaun Watson had a good game. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know if y'all follow sports, but Deshaun Watson, an alleged sexual assaulter, it very much seems like he did that shit. And he sucked all fucking year for the Browns. And so nobody's really saying anything. But now that he started playing good again, you know that all his goddamn Deshaun Watson supporters are all over there. Hashtag MAGA. Hashtag, oh, he was just trying to get a massage. Fuck y'all, he's a winner. Trying to bring a strong man down. All that bullshit. So I'm, you know, 
I'm happy, <laughs> I'm happy to be off of it. And I'm happy, realistically, that this Substack exists so that I can rant my same rants, but just directly to you kind folks, you know? Because truth be told, I don't mind being vulnerable with y'all. Truth be told, I've had a rough couple months. It has been insanely rough. And uh, one thing, and by the way, I'm good now, so don't don't worry about it. You ain't got. I'm not trying to make you feel sorry for me. It's just been a rough couple months in the uh, mental health uh, space of my brain, which I think is all of it. And uh, one thing during these months that's been so hard that I've looked forward to is posting stuff on Substack, chatting with y'all in the comments, on the threads, and putting out stuff that makes y'all laugh, and seeing the, you know, lovely feedback, and all that shit. It's been really cool. Um, so, you know, I hope y'all never, uh, I hope it's never lost on, on y'all, uh, how great of an experience y'all make it for me, genuinely. And I'm certain that, uh, I'm certain that over the past couple months, while my head was in a very dark, horrible place, my work definitely suffered for it. There's no question. Because I've talked at length, I think, before about how, like, everybody thinks that, oh, in order to be funny or in order to be, you know, an artist of any kind, you have to be tormented. Like, I just don't buy that anymore. And I find now, um, like, I do my best work when I'm in a way better headspace and when I'm happy and uh, when I'm super depressed like it's hard for me to work because like I think to me right to be funny is like I got to at least be a little happy while I'm writing it you know like obviously you can mine the torment later for funny bits in it but like uh you know when you're when you're trying to work and be funny and your head is just you know a minefield that's that's uh that's it's it's a little bit rough but you know, having something to do every week to take myself out of that was wonderful. So I hope my work didn't suffer too much. And here's to, uh, you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully a long time of prosperous, happy work before any of this uh, bullshit comes up in my brain again. I think I'm taking good steps for it. You know, let this be a reminder to all of y'all who suffer uh, from depression and maybe you don't get help for it a you need to all right take it from me uh i'm away even though i had a dark cloud for the past couple months i was still in a better place than i've been in some years uh, but also i think the important lesson that i learned is don't let your guard down around depression <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i guess there was like I, uh, when you when you used to be depressed for a long time and then you finally get help and you start feeling better the for the first while of it you're like I don't believe this. This is about to go away. You know what I mean? You're like super skeptical because you're like, you're telling me, are you fucking telling me that I could have been feeling like this the whole time? It don't feel real. But then you like, it becomes your new normal and you sort of settle into it. And then I think after a long time of it being your new normal, you get super cocky. You're like, hey, well, yeah, I used to if I did that, it would fuck me up. But not now because I'm so much more mentally strong. And then you kind of let your guard down and boom, depression uh comes back at you and depression has been like it's been bulking up it's been lifted since the last time y'all met it's stronger because it knows it has to be because you've got such a good defense now 
against it that depression knows, hey, if I'm going to plow through that defensive line that Corey's now put up, I'm going to have to gain 50 extra pounds. And it knows that shit, and it does it, and it sucks dick. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry to say that. But uh, I guess never get complacent and just know that uh, mental, like, uh, treating your mental health or going through life as someone with mental illness, it's not like you break your arm and then your arm is fixed. Uh, it's not that. It's, I guess, dealing uh, dealing with your mental health is sort of like, you know, wiping your ass. Uh, you can't just do it once and then be like, all right, ass is wiped, you know, because because uh, you're going to shit all over yourself the next day, <laughs> and then you're going to have to wipe that. Now I'm saying? That's how it be. I don't even know why I started talking. Anyways, I love y'all. Take care of your brain. I'll get at you Friday for Free For All Friday. Then, of course, Sunday, we'll have the Sunday sermon with Pastor Petey Perkins, who, as always, will be so, so happy to spread the good word to all the children of the flock. And then on Tuesday, we'll be back on our bullshit with another episode of Colonel Cornbread and the case of the Confederate Ruby. I hope y'all enjoyed the bottle episode that we did this week going back in time, talking to Colonel Cornbread, learning a little bit more about Augie, creating the universe that is Chickalookie. It's been super fun. And, uh, hey, as y'all know, once Confederate Ruby, once that's over, we're at the midway point, I'm going to have to start doing another one of these series. Um, I'll be honest with you, probably going to write out and record the entire series before I release it this time, just because that'll be, it'll allow me to make it better. Uh, and shit like that but I'm always taking suggestions on what y'all would like to hear I enjoy doing a detective uh, thing this time I assume the next one will do a little bit different who knows sci-fi western straight up romance government conspiracy shit political thriller who knows but it will be fun and I appreciate y'all being here on my sub stack and thank you for being my friends and uh, if you haven't grabbed my book yet do it it's real fun. All the reviews are really great, and I appreciate all y'all that helped the release be a success. We're still number one in a couple categories. It means a lot to me, and hell, we're being interviewed by TMZ tomorrow. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? That's insane. They're probably going to make up some rumor that I'm dating Taylor Swift. I hope. All right. Love y'all. See you. Bye.